0: Welcome to the Lee Schools TV podcast. I'm Adam Wright. Joining us today is Kathy Wynn, Prevention Specialist for the School District of Lee County. Kathy, thanks for being here.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. Yes, of
0: course. So you have a very important job. So what does a prevention specialist do?
1: Um, Well, what we do is we provide um, education and support to schools, to parents, to students, regarding um, different topics that we know touch our students' lives every day. And so we, um, you know, have information about alcohol, drug and tobacco use, uh, social media um, information, anti-bullying information. Um, So various different things as well as um, we provide support for the schools with peer mediation and restorative practices as well. So um, our job is to support the schools, the students and uh, the parents Mm -hmm. to help Get our students the best that they can be yeah uh,
0: so before we get into um, some things major topics of concern that you're mm-hmm. working on uh, just a little bit about yourself, um, a little bit about your background and and how you came to work for the school district?
1: Oh, okay. Um, Well, prior to having children a while ago, I uh, worked in social services primarily for older adults, uh, so working with the elderly. Um, But I was a stay-at-home mom after I had children. And when my youngest daughter started kindergarten, I started substitute teaching at my child's school and kind of followed them through middle school. So I substitute taught for about nine years. And, And um, then I started working at the Hanley Foundation as a prevention specialist. And from there, then um, I've started here this year.
0: Okay. Well, one of the main reasons we wanted to have you on is Mm -hmm. to talk about uh, tobacco and and vaping, e-cigarettes, and the nicotine addiction that can come along with that. Um, Mm -hmm. Is it safe to say that we are seeing an increase in, in the popularity of E-cigarettes and vaping at our at our schools.
1: Um, we definitely are not just our schools, but um, teens in general throughout the. You know, the county, throughout the state of Florida, and throughout the nation. And so um, what seems to have happened is as um, we watch cigarette smoking decrease with teens, uh, and again, thanks to education and information, uh, the word is out that, you know, cigarettes are very harmful. Over 480,000 people die every year from smoking. It's the number one preventable disease in the United States. So the, so we we did a great job educating people about the dangers of cigarettes um but then what's happened is with the um the e-cigarettes uh being created and used um they were promoted as adult cessation so to help adults stop smoking cigarettes uh, to wean them off the nicotine just like a nicotine patch like the nicotine gum the goal was you would um, start using the e-cigarettes and start with a certain amount of nicotine and um, each week you would you know lower the amount of nicotine that you were using until you didn't have withdrawals and you were not dependent on nicotine anymore But instead, what happened is uh, with all the different flavors and, um, you know, social media campaigns and so on, what we did is we ended up having youth start using e-cigarettes. You know, teens that never had smoked cigarettes before are now using uh, e-cigarettes or vaping, as they call it. Uh, The term vaping came up because we used to think that e-cigarettes were water vapor and they were not, you know, in any way dangerous. And now we know that's not water vapor, it's aerosol. It does have um, a lot of different chemicals. Um, you know, the chemicals um, even intensify as uh, the e-cigarette works to heat up um, the the um, e-juice. Mm-hmm. And so what's happened is now we are uh, facing what you know, the Surgeon General has deemed an epidemic um, of teen e-cigarette use. Uh,
0: And I've got just a couple statistics here. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is from truthinitiative.org. I know that one of the more popular e-cigarettes out there is the Juul. Right, Um, yes. uh, You know, a lot of, I hear high schoolers talking about that here and there. Yes, Um, And it says, you know, one Juul pod contains... 20 cigarettes worth of nicotine
1: right it's got the same nicotine as a pack of cigarettes yeah
0: and uh almost one fifth so about one in five middle and high school students have seen a Juul used at their school Mm -hmm. so pretty prevalent
1: Juul is hugely popular in fact um as of Last summer, even they had over seventy percent of the e-cigarette market, and so they have taken off um, because teens like cool-looking electronic devices. I mean, you know, they love something uh, you know that is on the cutting edge. It's uh, it's cool. It looks like a flash drive. It's easily concealed. And um, it appealed to the teens in a lot of ways, besides having, you know, flavored pods and so on. Um, I think in the what you're referring to, the Tooth Initiative, uh, they said it, the 63% of teens who use Juul had no idea that all Juuls contain nicotine. And so, and the way they deliver the nicotine, uh, they use nicotine salts. And so they're 2.7 times more uh, quickly, quickly absorbed into the body, so they definitely get that feeling of a uh, nicotine um, quicker um, which unfortunately with a teen and their brain not being fully developed makes it much more likely that they will become addicted to nicotine
0: and I know they a lot of them you know come in different like flavors fruity flavors right. that can right. be attractive um, as well that's true that's uh, true how, how would you say how big of a problem would you say it is at our schools
1: um, in Lee County one thing we noticed uh, we use our Florida youth survey uh, that's a survey that's done um, every year in the state of Florida um, in usually April and uh, we get statistics every other year from not just Florida but then they break it down by county so our 2018 Florida youth survey we have Lee County and Florida statistics and uh, as we've noticed the decrease in uh, cigarette use um, we've noticed again the increase in in vaping and so from 2016 to 2018 uh, tobacco vaping has gone up in Lee County uh, 17% um, we uh, ten times a child uh, high school middle schooler and high schoolers reported um, as far as whether they had used uh, a regular traditional cigarette in the past 30 days uh, less than 2% had but ten times that amount so uh, 18% point something percent said they had tried a jewel in the past 30 days and so we are you know noticing the increase and it's not just in Lee County it's everywhere Um, our students in Lee County are a little bit lower than the average for cigarette use in uh, than the rest of the state of Florida but we're a little bit higher uh, than the average for e-cigarette use and so you know our goal is to you know those that are already using is to get information to them um, so that they recognize that it's something that they need to, you know, stop doing and why, uh, just like when people were addicted to cigarettes and they didn't know any, it was bad for them. And then when they found out they needed to, uh, cur- try to curb their use. And then also the prevention part, which is a huge part is to let the students that aren't using, because the great majority of students are not using. We can say that um, if 31% and somewhere in the low 30s of Lee County students had said, uh, they reported that they have tried e-cigarettes ever in their life, again, you know, flip that, we have a majority of students who have not and we wanna keep it that way. We'd love to see the number of users go down and we would uh, love to see those that never try it continue to not use yeah that
0: and that's part of the the social norming initiative too right, right? we'll get to that later yeah, um yeah, you're
1: exactly right
0: so who, who <laughs> Do you know who is most affected by this? I'm, I'm assuming you know it's majority of high school students, um, um, but I mean you see right. them starting to get in, uh, involved yeah. with it in middle school.
1: Um, some middle, definitely it is it is um, being found in middle school. So middle schoolers are they want to be on the cutting edge of what's new and cool also, and that's always the case, you know. And you know if you have uh, they're more likely to do it if they have friends that do it if their parents do it. Um, I've had uh, students tell me. When I've done prevention that you know their mom uh, used to smoke cigarettes and she started vaping and uh, she was able to get off of smoking cigarettes but her dad who had never started who had never smoked cigarettes started vaping um tried it because his wife was doing it and he continues to vape nicotine now and so and the same thing happens with teens if they see other people doing it they try some people are more susceptible to getting addicted to anything, whether it's nicotine, alcohol. Um, And if you use before the age of 18, you're four times more likely um, to start uh, smoking later in life and so we have a lot of dual users even adults half of the adults that use um e-cigarettes uh, also continue to smoke traditional cigarettes so it's not really it hasn't been approved by um the fda it hasn't been approved by uh the american lung association uh, even for adults as a real uh, cessation program so it they haven't proven that it really will reduce a majority of uh t- cigarette smoking Mm. by vaping and so that's that's the thing you know they approve um, lozenges they approve um, patches they approve gum there's a couple of prescription drugs and so on but they haven't approved e-cigarettes and there's a reason because even though people say it's um, harmless it's not harmless so they were like, but it's, it's better than cigarettes. And it's like less harm does not equal harmless. There's a lot of um, harmful things about vaping and e-cigarette use. Well, let's get into that. Um, okay. what
0: are some, some health effects that you've seen right. and, um, and you, you brought up addiction as well.
1: Right. Well, again, teens, um, because their brains aren't completely, you know, finished forming or developed until they're in their mid twenties, they are much more prone, uh, to, uh, damaging some of the connections of the brain and those, um, that, You know, help with impulsivity and those that um, memory and those type of things. Those can be affected by using e-cigarettes at an early age. Um, We also have a a lot of different lung diseases that come from using e-cigarettes. Yeah, it
0: can't be good for your lungs. It's
1: not good for your lungs. There's a lot of different chemicals in it. You have your um, diacetyl which uh, it causes popcorn lung That's in a lot of the flavorings that they use in um, different e-cigarette juices so when you're talking about you know there's thousands and thousands of flavors um, if you're using um, the e-cigarettes where you buy the flavoring and add it to your um, you know reusable Mm -hmm. uh, cartridges type thing there's a lot of different chemicals: lead, tin, and again, like I said, when you're heating the ethane, it it multiplies. So they're finding, you know, even um, you know things like arsenic, and um, you know formaldehyde. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different things um, in it, but it's the nicotine that gets people addicted, just like it was the nicotine in the traditional cigarettes that got people addicted, and the nicotine is what gets people addicted and um, um, you know a lot there are some uh, e-juices and so on that don't have a nicotine again the jewel, all of the jewels have nicotine so that that nicotine getting um is what gets the people addicted and can they continue to use
0: and what kind of effects can the addiction have on students and just you know their work in school
1: well it can affect them in the way that just like anybody um, you know we have laws now in workplaces that we can't even. In fact, the law just passed. We we can't use e-cigarettes in workplaces anymore. Um, you know, as per our last election, um, so people have problems if they aren't able to have access to nicotine during the day. Well, the teens who are addicted are having the same problems, and those are the ones that you you know that end up eventually being caught on school premises using their jewels or whatever because it's hard for them to get through the day they will have start to have withdrawal they'll be anxious mm-hmm. they'll you know it's a true addiction and that's one thing we we do try to educate parents about like first what i tell them is Your child does not have to be bad, quote, unquote, uh, to be using these devices because, you know, teens are prone to trying things and being risk takers. Um, They, you know, getting addicted to nicotine. I don't think they set out to try to do that. Maybe they're just trying
0: to fit in with a group Right. So they
1: may be and they get addicted to the nicotine. So, uh, you know, we... Advise parents, you know, you can't just, if if they are addicted to the nicotine, that abrupt withdrawal can cause all sorts of problems. So if you do find that your child is using Juul or any other e-cigarette and, you know, they say that they can't stop, you need to go to uh, your family physician Mm -hmm. and find out about how to help wean your child off the nicotine to get them to quit. Because just like anything, um, nicotine addiction, um, they say that it is almost as addictive nicotine is almost as addictive as um, alcohol cocaine or heroin and so you don't see people just like you know cold turkey adults trying to quit those things without some type of um, you know assistance or support and so that would be a harsh thing to do to your teen uh, just take his supplies away and you know expect that they're going to be able to continue with life as as they know it. They yeah. will need probably medical intervention.
0: Well, and I'm sure it can it can pull them away from their learning, right? Because I'm sure they're not just waiting until class, you know, in between right. classes or right. the beginning and end of the day to to, you know, right. Um,
1: when use- somebody has a habit, they're, you know, we we whether it's um, you know, using marijuana or whatever, a lot of times one of the signs of dependency is you're thinking about How am I going to get to... Use it. How am I going to get access to this? Who, where can I go where I'll be able to use this and not get caught? So you know, they have a lot of other things. But if they do become addicted to nicotine, they're trying to figure out what's the best way. How am I going to get you know access to my jewel, or if it was another drug, just like for anybody? So it does. It just takes a lot of their time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So they're thinking not, about it.
0: So they're not paying attention to their, exactly. their teacher, and then they right. may they may leave. Class mm-hmm. in the middle of a lesson right. to you know go so to the bathroom or whatever. So even in classes,
1: um, because to uh, to try to vape um, at the school or um, you know, f- however it it will it does affect their learning. Mm-hmm. And not to mention again that if they are um, using it, it, it can affect their memory and um, like I said uh, some other
0: mm-hmm.
1: learning problems.
0: Um, do you find that it's more prevalent in in boys versus girls or does it not discriminate um, in that way I
1: don't really have statistics for that mm-hmm. so no I don't really I don't really think that it differentiates that much it's um, you know like I said it doesn't differentiate you got your AP and IB students and you have your athletes and you have the kids that you know, maybe don't have as good attendance, that maybe have some behavior problems, it covers the whole spectrum. Mm -hmm. So um, again, you know, we want parents to know, you know, don't think you're comfortable if because your kid's getting straight A's or whatever, they may still be using this. And conversely, it's not just, you know, the quote unquote bad kids that are doing this. It's uh, it's really everybody. I don't think any student, any parent, if they ask their student, um, they probably know somebody uh, that uses uh, Juul or another e-cigarette.
0: Yeah. Now there's a, a whole other side of this that we have to talk about mm-hmm. as well, and that's that these, you know, um, e-cigarettes have presented a new way for people to smoke marijuana as that's well. That's right. And so how, how prevalent Have you found that as far you know the amount of students maybe who are using it just you know for the nicotine Uh part and then how many do you think are using it for you know to smoke thc as well
1: well we don't have statistics for florida and for lee county um about marijuana vaping but we do have um you know, monitoring the future, does uh, also national surveys. And so their numbers for uh, 2018 show also an increase in marijuana vaping. Um, I and think I know there like, have certainly been cases. Right, at there here have been c- cases at kids school have been here, caught. for sure. Mm. Um, again, with the devices that now are available, there's very little, uh, it's very hard to detect. You don't have the, you know, the, the smell as much. Um, It can be, they can do it much more discreetly. And um, the problem is, is what they're using in the e-cigarette devices. And when you do, when you're vaping marijuana, they call that dabbing. And they're using marijuana concentrates. And here's the the real big problem with marijuana concentrates. Um, back in the early '90s, uh, when we talk about traditional marijuana, um, the THC level, which is the psychoactive or mind-altering drug that is um, in marijuana, that level was maybe 3.7 percent THC. And then in 2013, it was up to about 9 three or some percent a thc now with these concentrates that um and i I don't want to say just kids are using them you know but that people are using if you're using thc concentrates um the thc levels are so much more it's it's um really Unbelievable. And so, uh, what they're, they're, the average THC level um, for a a THC concentrate um, is 50%, and it could be as high as 80%. And so, again, you're looking at something that is so, has so much more um, power. And um, unfortunately, a lot of people don't know that even having possession of one drop of THC oil because of that high THC um, content, it's a felony in the state of Florida and federal law. So, Yeah, so, um, that, that, that was going to be my next question is, yeah, you know, that's when, when students
0: get caught with these devices... Right at school, what are, mm-hmm. the, what are the consequences?
1: And the consequences uh, would be different if it was a regular Juul or e-cigarette mm-hmm. um, as opposed to having THC because with, unfortunately, like I said, with THC, it's an arrest usually mm-hmm. because it's a felony. Um, so that's a huge consequence, obviously. Um, it's not something that they can work with the kids as, as much as, okay, this is your first offense, you have tobacco on school premises. Um, tobacco on school premises, um, we follow our code of conduct, and um, there could be, um, it, it, you, you know, depending on, you know, different things, first offense, second offense, um, some of the consequences would be um, uh, suspension, there would be alternative placement, so they might have to go to Success Academy, uh, they might participate in our SAFE programs, the Substance Abuse Family um enforcement I can't remember what the E is Uh, but they have a safe program where they can um, go and they talk to counselors and families have to be involved Um, so those are some of the things the schools can also choose to have the um, student take an online tobacco and vaping educational program Um, and that's one that is fairly common that schools do that to inform them about tobacco and nicotine and vaping and that type of thing and try to go the educational because um, it has been you know proven punitive uh, you know punitive doesn't always work best when you're talking about these type of offenses and so we need to help educate and offer them resources and um, sometimes counseling Um, and so we try to get them in the place they can get access to those things Mm
0: -hmm. and um, you also have monthly parent Education programs that you offer as well. Right, what we've
1: been doing something new this year is the prevention department. We've been creating um, programs on these different topics that touch our to students' lives, and so every month we have a topic, and we um, have student um, presentations available um, for uh, school staff to use. Um, We can share it in Google Drive. So we have a presentation with talking notes. We have a pre-test post-test if they choose to use it we have handouts we have um, you know blurbs that they could run on their um, on their news Um, but it's something new so it isn't something um, that every school is utilizing at this point but we want them to be utilizing and um, it's great that we do it in a google drive because we can update as we see fit and so they can go in and get it and if we made changes yesterday they have those changes Um, and so that's something that we do whereas if you purchase a program from somewhere what you have is what you have Um, but we're able to update and we can change around the handouts as new new statistics come up we can update so we have those available for schools to use to help educate the students we have um, parent presentations now every month like you said uh, one in each zone and um, we have them from 6 to 7 o'clock at night and um, we also have handouts for parents. The one we give to the parents isn't the exact same one we give students. So we have had parents bring their students. We may be talking about what to look for. And so now your student knows or your child knows what you're going to be looking for. Um, So, you know, we do give parents, uh, they're not, they're not the exact same presentation, but we give them this information and we've had them on, um, bullying. We've had them on, um, opioids. We've had it on, uh, tobacco and vaping. This month we're doing, um, our presentations on marijuana, next month social media, and then in April it will be alcohol. And then we hope like next year, um, to really make sure all the schools are aware these programs are out there. But we're doing our best to try to keep parents informed because we really need to work together with the parents. Um, The parents have to have the knowledge about it so they can have a conversation with their children. And so we want them to talk to their kids early and often, uh, but they need to have the facts too. And the facts of what marijuana was uh, in the 1980s and 1990s is not the same, uh, you know, animal that we're dealing with now, as far as with these concentrates and so on. Especially with medical marijuana, um, you know, being uh, legal in the state of Florida. uh, States that have legalized medical marijuana are noticing a slight increase because uh, it's becoming more available and their teens are, um, they don't disapprove of it as marijuana of marijuana as much because they're like well it's medical it's good for people it's all natural and so we like to give uh, the students and the parents the myths and the facts of how that can affect their kids so they need to be aware so they can have those conversations with their kids yeah,
0: and uh, you know correct me if i'm wrong but i know that there's you know plenty of studies out there and this is i think maybe something that a lot of students don't realize is you know the the human brain is still developing up until about 25 years yes, of age exactly and uh, you know i've got this another article from teens.drugabuse.gov and mm-hmm. it talks about how you know if you start smoking marijuana or using marijuana at an early age mm-hmm. it can it can lower your IQ yes
1: it definitely mm-hmm. it can it can and again um Something to just to me you can't I can't say it enough, so if I'm repeating myself, there's a reason when they talk to people adults who have have addiction problems and dependent dis- dependency problems, and they say, How old were you when you started? ninety percent of people who have addiction problems started using Prior to the age of 18, and only 4%. So one out of 25 people said they it was they started using after the age of 21. And so the message is delay, 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 delay. And so even you know parents that you know think that smoking cigarettes isn't that big a deal, it does. It it is a big deal still. And so this nicotine addiction is a big deal because their brains are forming connections uh, where you know they feel that they need certain substances. Um, to to feel the same way, you know what I mean? Uh, so basically, we just want people to know, you know, prior to the age of 18, you are so much more. Nine out of 10 people who have addiction problems started using before the age of 18, and only 4%, one out of 25, started using after the age of 21. Mm-hmm. And so that's just a huge thing. And so if you can, you know, keep your uh, teens from from using, and to do that, you're going to have to have conversations with them about it, and you're going to have to have it with them more than once. You're going to have to, uh, driving under the influence of marijuana, we, I've, it feels like we did so great with, you know, MAD and all these programs that people know, if your friends friends don't let friends drive drunk and that type of thing, yep. uh, you know, take your friend's keys away, call an Uber or whatever, but they don't have the same idea that driving under the influence of marijuana, even if it's medical marijuana prescribed by your doctor you can still uh, be under be arrested for driving under the influence of marijuana if you are because yeah, it must know, it
0: must slow your awareness your, course reaction, it slows time your
1: reaction time is your um you know so many things yeah. it, it really it does affect well, i mean that's going to be a big one. Right, slowing your right. reaction
0: time it's crucial when you're so driving. that's
1: very crucial so uh, they did a survey and they talked to parents about have you talked to your children this was not in florida but have you have you talked to your children about driving under the influence of marijuana and something like 73 percent of parents said yes i have had these this conversation with my child they asked the children and just barely half of them said yeah, my, my mom talked to me about that. So you're missing like one fourth of them yeah. had no recollection. So just like anything with teens, you have to keep do you have to keep at it and you have to keep mentioning it. Um, cause we do want them to be aware that don't let your friend drive high. Don't ride in a car with someone who's been, you know, smoking marijuana. Don't smoke marijuana and drive yourself. Uh, states that have, uh, um, recreational marijuana, they've noticed over a 6% increase in crashes and there's states um in the past uh, yeah. they think that went from 2012 to 2017 and they compared it with states that did not have um, recreational marijuana yeah.
0: maybe so, that uh, quarter of kids forgot their parents told them about it because they were smoking dope that could uh, be <laughs> who knows uh, <laughs> uh, i know so. you also Wanted to mention the the, the posters that uh, right. were created uh, that are... Another
1: used- initiative we're doing besides our, you know, in- educational programs for parents and students, um, we have... Uh, we've had a student at Cape Coral Technical High make some um, posters, uh, prevent, vaping prevention posters that uh, show, you know, some of the different health things like we talked about. It can, it could be. Um, this one says about your you increase your risk of a heart attack. It can cause uh, throat irritation. Uh, whoopsie. It's okay. We'll get the we'll get like the digital <laughs> okay. file, and we'll put yeah. them up on the screen. Lung damage, mm-hmm. and uh, so we're just trying to get the messages. And so we have sent these um, to all. Uh, our lee county middle schools and high schoolers to try to put those up and we do have a contest every year we're sponsored by united way we have a social norming uh, poster contest and those we ask um, students some of them in digital uh, design classes uh, but they can also be written artwork um, to help promote the message that the majority of lee county teens are not smoking marijuana or drinking alcohol you know smoking cigarettes or whatever so even um you know with the rise in vaping we still have the um you know majority of students are making um healthy choices and so we need the word to get out because um it's very important for teens you know they a lot of times and even when they're little they're always like well you know everybody's doing it or all my friends get to stay out to hear what they think is um really happening and what is really happening aren't always the same so we want them to know the actual facts and we use our florida youth survey um as you know that's our our facts that's our facts and so we know the uh, majority of students are not smoking uh you know using drugs using cigarettes or you know marijuana or whatever
0: that's what I wanted to talk about next mm-hmm. with social norming. So is that okay. is that basically the definition of social norming? Is yeah. just letting students know that they may think they're in the minority exactly. because they're not doing they what other kids, but they actually are in the their majority. Their
1: perceptions on what's going on is not what's really going on in a lot of cases. And I mean, it's also important. It's interesting because you know the public's the public's perception. You know, with all the publicity about teen vaping, and then this this school had a case of, you know, a student was caught with a candy with THC and their perception is also becoming that, oh, these teens and they're using all these drugs and they're, you know, they're all vaping and, you know, what's become of us. And it's, you know, we do hear, you hear a lot about the negative, but we are still, um, we have great Teenagers and great students in Lee County School District, and a majority of them are making good decisions and, you know, leading healthy, productive lives.
0: Sure. Um, okay, and then one more thing I had uh-huh. that I uh, wanted to make sure we talked about was the Talk 15. Okay. campaign
1: our talk 15 initiative is also um, United Way uh, sponsored and that's a we just we have a, um, a public service announcement uh, that we create and uh, we are right now over spring break, it should be shown in theaters, so we um, we show that in movie theaters and during peak seasons uh, where we think students and parents will be there. And just getting out the message to parents to, you know, talk to their uh, children about alcohol, drugs, what, what, what do, what, how do you feel about it? You know, what do you approve? Because, um, students that know how their parents feel about it, it makes a very big impact on them. So if they know what your stance is, um, you know, they're more likely to make better decisions. And so, again, we can't stress that enough. So our Talk 15 initiative is through PSAs. Uh, we also, um, have, um, a wrap on, um, some of the Lee buses about talk 15 Uh, so spend 15 minutes a day talking to your your student and you know 15 minutes, whether you're driving them home. A lot of times, if you have students in the backseat and you're you're not like sitting there or making eye contact, that's actually a good time to talk to them. They don't feel like they're being, you know, under- under, Interrogated. Right, interrogated or under inquisition. So you can just casually talk to them at dinner time when you're doing an activity. Uh, So it doesn't have to be some long, okay, we're going to have the drug talk now, but you just bring things up. And you know, what you've noticed, like I've noticed, I'm reading a lot about, you know, teen vaping like do you have any friends that do that do they know did you know this and um so getting the information to parents so they can talk to their students about it and have um you know the facts about it is important
0: would you say there's there's a wrong way to approach you know trying to have a conversation with with your child
1: um well they do say that, you know, try not to uh, get angry. You you know, when you ask a question, you really don't know what the answer is going to be. And so uh, if you want to be able to continue having conversations, you're going to have to, you know, go at it in the way of uh, from understanding of from an educational. Um, if you find out something that they're doing that you disapprove of, then try to talk about how. They can change their behavior, and if they need help changing their behavior. Again, if a student admits to his parents that they're vaping, um, they may say that I can't quit, and you can't just take it away from them. you know. So you have to come at it from in a loving um, way, but you also need to let them know what your beliefs are and remember that you are uh, their main role model. Mm-hmm. So what you do and What you're doing? Um, your child does notice.
0: Yeah. They Try notice it when example. they're little, yeah. right?
1: Exactly. Lead by example.
0: Um, you know, speaking of students who, you know, might need help. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the? What would be your best suggestion for you know maybe a student who's struggling with substance abuse? Right. A resource for them. Who should they talk um, to if, if, they, if they're not medical, comfortable talking to their parents? Right.
1: Their medical doctor is great. There are um, resources. Um, we have a um, mental health page on the um, school district website now. Um, our if you typed in prevention in the school search, we have some resources including um, you know. NIDA and, you know, National Mm -hmm. Institute of Drug Abuse. Um, So we have informational handouts. Um, I always, I don't think they could go wrong talking to their school counselor. School counselors are... um, the best resource if they want to talk to somebody um, and get information so those are you know different avenues they can take there are um, you know places you can text and get information a lot of times students don't want a phone number to call they're not used to talking to people on the phone <laughs> and a lot of adults aren't yeah. either but there are uh, texting things United Way 211 uh, if you call 211 in Lee County you will get a United Way a person and you they could ask them they can send you resources um if they don't answer, you leave a message. They call back, and the best thing is they follow up uh, a couple weeks later to see if you, you know, were able to get what you needed or whatever. Okay. So there are resources out there. So um, you know, school counselors great. United Way two one one is great. Our website has some stuff. So hopefully, no student is struggling and not knowing uh, where to turn.
0: So how do how do folks find your website? Where can they go?
1: Um, with our new, uh, the new website, they have to go to the school search and okay. um, what well, so you said, Lee. regular leeschools.net, oh. and then there's a little search at the top right, and they can type in prevention services or they can type in mental health, and, um, and those pages have uh, yep. resources on them.
0: Right. And I know you guys are on Twitter too, uh, at Lee Prevention. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. So your next parent prevention seminar is Monday at Varsity Lakes. Yes, we middle do. Middle school.
1: We have our parent presentations. Um, Monday night so that would be March 4th at Varsity Lakes um, Middle School and uh again it doesn't matter where your student goes it doesn't matter even if you have a student if you want to get educated about marijuana and we'll tell you um, some things to look for some signs of um, you know marijuana use signs of marijuana withdrawal these types of things and facts and myths about marijuana um, come on out we all have a handouts and uh, we'd love to see parents um, attending some of the prevention programs that we're offering yeah
0: so monday march 4th six o'clock School. Yes, sir. Lehigh Acres. Uh, All right. Kathy, when prevention specialist, thank you so much for for joining us. We really appreciate it. A lot of good information. Great. Thank you. All right. And thank you for watching and listening. We'll see you next time.